Andrew's Daily Five. Five. Hey, I'm Andrew. I recently compiled a list of the greatest 100 songs from the 90s. Join me as I count down five songs a day. Let's rock and roll. Roll. Hello, and welcome to week three, the second half of the greatest 100 songs from the 90s. Starting off with number 50 today is Killing in the Name by Rage Against the Machine from 1992. Guitarist Tom Morello wrote the guitar riffs while teaching a student drop D tuning. He briefly paused the lesson to record the riff. According to Morello, the band worked on the song the next day, combining his riff with Tom Comerford's magma-like bass, Brad Wilk's funky, brutal drumming, and vocalist Zach De La Rocha's conviction. The lyrics were inspired by the police brutality suffered by Rodney King and the subsequent 1992 Los Angeles riots. Here is Killing in the Name. Forty-nine is Mbop by Hanson from 1997. This song originally appeared on their 1996 independent album Mbop with a slower tempo, but was reworked as an upbeat pop track by hit producers the Dust Brothers. Zach Hanson later explained what that song talks about is you've got to hold on to the things that really matter. Things are going to be gone, whether it's your age and your youth or maybe the money you have or whatever it is, and all that's going to be left are the people you've nurtured and have really built to be your backbone and your support system. Here is Mbop.
48 is You Can't Touch This by MC Hammer from 1990. This song samples the prominent opening riff of the Rick James song Super Freak, which was number 35 on the 80s countdown a few weeks ago. The lyrics describe Hammer as having toured around the world from London to the Bay and as being magic on the mic, which he says coincides with James' beat that you can't touch. Hammer first performed the song publicly on an episode of the Arsenio Hall Show in late 1989. Here is You You Can't can't Touch this. This. Can't touch this. Can't touch this. Can't touch this. My, 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 my music hits me so hard, makes me say, Oh my Lord, thank you for blessing me. What am I doing? Touch this. Yeah, that's how we living, and you know, can't touch this. Look at my eyes, man. You can't touch this. Yo, let me bust the funky lyrics. Fresh new kicks and bands. You got it like that, now you know you want to dance. So move out of your seat and get a five girl and catch this beat while it's rolling. Hold on, pump a little bit and let the noise go on like that. Like that. Give me a song, a rhythm, making them sweat, that's what I'm giving them now. They know, you're talking about the hammer, you're talking about a show that's hyped and tight. Singles are sweating so fast, I'm a white or a tape. To learn, what's it gonna take in the 90s to burn the charts? Legit, either work hard or you might as well quit. 47 is I Want It That Way by Backstreet Boys from 1999. The lead single from the group's third album, it was written by Andreas Carlson and Max Martin at the very end of the recording sessions and was, according to Carlson, inspired by Nothing Else Matters by Metallica. Many critics over the years have questioned the song's lyrical meaning, mainly the line, I want it that way, with one critic writing, quote, none of the sentiments in the chorus seem to go with any of the other ones. Even worse, no further explanation is given for what that is. Kevin Richardson, a member of the band, later explained in an interview that ultimately the song really doesn't make much sense. This is the second Backstreet Boys song on the countdown. Here is I Want It That Way. Yeah. You are my fire, the one desire, When I say I want it that way But we are two worlds apart Can't reach to your heart When you say
Last for the day, 46 is Jeremy by Pearl Jam from 1991. This was the third single off of their debut album, 10. Eddie Vedder penned the lyrics based on some real-life events. Bassist Jeff Ament, who wrote the music, later said, We knew it was a good song, but it was tough getting it to feel right. For the chorus to sit back and the outro to push over the top, the tune went from practically not making it on the record to being one of the best takes. I always heard this other melody in the choruses in the end, and it never sounded good on guitar or bass, so we brought in a cello player, which inspired a background vocal, and those things made the song really happen. Here is Jeremy. some results for you from the last week's voting. The week two winners, Monday's winner was Tears in Heaven, Tuesday was Basket Case, Wednesday was Torn, Thursday was Rosa Parks, and Friday was Gin and Juice. The week one round two winner of the 90s was I Don't Want to Miss a Thing by Aerosmith. And the champion of the 80s, the greatest song of the 80s as voted by you was Don't Stop Believing" by Journey. It won with 54% of the vote, edging out Thriller by just one vote. Congrats, Don't Stop Believing. You have been crowned the greatest song of the 80s. Thanks to everyone that voted and made this fun. I will be fascinated to see how the 90s ends up. By the way, Jeremy called me the other day and asked me to remind you that if you'd like to, you can vote on your favorite song from week two of the 90s and also your favorite of today's five songs with the link in the show notes. I will see you tomorrow. Take care. Take care.